You're listening to the Prime Culture Podcast, the young adult culture of abundant living faith setting with Cruz Ramirez and Mark McGaff. My people, Prime people, what's good? Hey, you guys, what's going on? It's your boy, Pastor Cruz, with my lovely, lovely, better two-thirds. What's up, y'all? Hey, Diana, I love you. You look cute tonight. You look good. Look good. Hey, I like I like when people say the better two thirds instead of better half because you really are my better two thirds. <laughs> um, lost without you. That is absolutely I'm lost my truth. You. <laughs> okay, Come girl, on. don't start nothing. Don't start nothing. Don't start nothing. Um, hey, well, listen, you guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we are deep in season three of the podcast and we've just been talking about more fight left this season uh the last episode we talked all about emotional intelligence self-awareness we dove into this really really great subject and hopefully you guys enjoyed it hopefully it was something that was beneficial added value to your life and hey listen if you enjoy this content and you enjoy this podcast would you let us know please let us know would you mention us on your stories on instagram drop us a line on facebook direct messenger i don't know if you're on facebook or not but hey there are some people creeping who are still on facebook listening to the podcast um but hey uh take take a moment share the podcast Podcast, review it on Apple iTunes, on Spotify Podcasts. Leave a review, a rating for us. It really helps the podcast get out there. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I really think that more people need this content, man, you know? And so, hey, we're super excited to jump right in. And we're talking about emotional intelligence still. Diana, last time we talked about self-awareness, having great emotional intelligence, how that's so important for us, right? And so, hey, let's like, give us, give us the working definition right now. Um, Cause you, we were talking a little bit earlier um, and right after dinner, and you were telling me about this great definition for emotional intelligence that you came across. Yeah, this is such a great definition. So let's start here. Emotional intelligence is the ability to understand, use, and manage your own emotions in positive ways to relieve stress, communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges, and diffuse conflict. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So look, I love I love how you just said it right now, right? You guys, hey, by the way, you should probably listen to this podcast with a notebook, a journal, maybe you can make a voice memo, whatever, but there's some really great stuff um, in this content. Uh, But you know, one of the things that I love that you just said in that definition, babe, is that emotional intelligence or EI, EI, uh oh, is that is that too old for you guys? For real, some of you guys are like twenty years old, and you've never heard of Nelly at all, right? And that was a Nelly throwback right there. Andale, andale, mommy, ei. E-I. But ei is not just Nelly's song. Ei is emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I love that you said that emotional intelligence is the ability to understand, to use, and to manage your emotions in a positive way. You know, because so many times in my experience, so here we go, guys, here we go. Just really, here we go. Time to be honest, full transparency. We're going to keep it a buck. Okay. We're going to keep it absolutely 100 with you guys in this relationship, Cruz and Diana in the Ramirez (laughs) household, Cruz is the emotional one. 
Well, <laughs> okay, so let me give you some credit because I was the emotional one when we just got married, right? Oh, shit, okay. And then, okay, and okay. then tell, it switched. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Yeah, then it switched. Now we're just, as we're evolving, we kind of switch places. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. We did trade places, and um, I used I used to be a caveman, though, yes. is what I used to be, yes. right? I used to be a caveman. I was a brute, and I just was not in tune with emotions, right. period. Affection. Yes. Um, complex. Uh, emotions and stuff. And as I got older, as I got a little more mature, as I got better mentorship, yes. and as I got more self-awareness... You were um, able to communicate effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because... And, and so, but, but, you know, what happens now that I've kind of like come into, into uh, in, in tune with my emotions yeah. is that if I'm not careful, sometimes my emotions run me instead of me running my emotions. Sometimes 100%. my emotions manage me. Sometimes... Um, my emotions drive me rather than me driving my emotions. And I think that it's so key that we're talking about emotional intelligence, babe, because this is something you and I have been on a journey on in yeah. 2020, at least in 2020, maybe maybe a little bit before, but it's been, it's been really explicit for me and you this year where we're, we're really trying to be really aware, yes. really, really in charge, um, having decisions lead and feelings follow, yeah. you know? Um, and so I'm just grateful that we can just share this with the culture and hopefully you guys get fat further faster than we did, you know, but when, when you have emotions, cause let's just talk well, about we that. We all quick, have right? emotions. That's what so exactly what I was going to say. Emotions will always drive us if we let them. Right. Our emotions will always win. Right. That's why the Bible talks about guarding our heart. Yeah. Because if we don't, we create these stories in our head and that's it. Like we're all by ourselves <laughs> in our room. We're mad at everyone. <laughs> We've come to this conclusion because in our head, the scenario has already played out and our emotions will win 100% of the time. Right. And so, so the problem is not the emotion. No. The problem is not having the emotion. Correct. The, the issue and where we get in trouble is when the emotions have us. Yes. Right. And I love that you, that you just said that, right? Like, because come on, like you guys, like right now you're, you're about to be nodding like North and South. You're going to be nodding. Yes. When I tell <laughs> you what it's like for me, there are times where like, I'll walk into a conversation or I'll walk into a moment or an encounter or an interaction and I'm already angry or grumpy or feeling some type of way because for seven minutes, 12 minutes, 22 minutes on the drive to meet up that person, meet up with that person yeah. for coffee or um, getting ready to, to jump on the Zoom session or whatever, I'm playing this scenario in my head and I've got these emotions going in my head I'm, and I, I hope I'm not the only one yeah. who has has conversations with people before I have conversations with people. Oh, 100%. In but my head, right? But most and, of those conversations were fueling negative thoughts. Well, that's what I was about to say, right? <laughs> Is that like I'm, 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 I'm fueling and I'm feeding a construct and a perception that only lives in the reality of my emotions. Yeah. And then I bring that and that impacts my disposition, that impacts my words, my attitudes, uh -huh. my actions, my reactions. And the person across from me who's sipping on their you know on their vanilla latte or their pumpkin slice spice latte and they're like yo what's wrong with Cruz it, they're blindsided why because they lost the fight and they lost the argument or the conversation went bad before it ever even started right why because it went off in my head before it went it happened in real life right you know? and I think the crazy thing is that it's always negative. Like, why don't That's we have yes. a conversation in our head instead of being negative? Like, defuse the story and have.
have positive thinking or, you know, positive understanding Hello, or the benefit give, of the there doubt. It is. Give me the benefit of the doubt. To, with the other person to yeah. have that. But no, no, no. We do not go there. Well, let's give it some Bible. Let's give it some Bible okay. real quick, right? Because Philippians 4, 6 through 8, when you get a chance, read it in the message version, right? But Philippians 4, 6, and 7 literally says this, be anxious for nothing, and but pray for everything. And as right. you thank God and you thank God for what he's done, you ask him for what you need. The Bible says that the peace of God, which goes yes. beyond human understanding, right, goes beyond your emotions, yes. right? That's really what that is. The peace of God that is greater than our emotions will guard our hearts. hearts. That's where our emotions lie. Our minds. our minds. That's where our decision making yes. happens in Christ Jesus. And, so and then me, verse eight uh -huh. goes on to say, and you'll do best when you do this. You'll do best. Best at what? At keeping the peace. You'll do best at keeping the peace when you focus on, fill your mind. The old school version says, think on, on these things. Things. Yeah. things that are actually true, not just the things you suspect. You uh -huh. Things that are noble, not just assuming the worst. I love the message version. Find things to bless, not, not things to curse. to curse. Find the beautiful, yes. not just the ugly. And then Eugene Peterson, who, here we go, Bible geek alert. Eugene Peterson is the guy who the Lord inspired to give us the, the message version paraphrase of the mm -hmm. Bible. Eugene Peterson says it this way. When you find things to bless, not things to curse. When you look for the beautiful, not the ugly. When you focus on the true, mm -hmm. right? He said, you'll find yourself at the center of God's perfect harmony for your life. Well, that's beautiful because now medical geek alert when you start even just reading those scriptures and meditating on those scriptures, like uh, something happens in your brain and in your body, which causes like relaxation, your, cortic your cortisol levels go down. You can actually start like stop that fight and flight uh, sympathetic system going off and you can actually make rational decisions yeah. because when you're angry and you're heightened at that level, you're pretty much acting like if a bear is chasing you. So there's no rational thinking at that point. So the Bible instructs us on like, look, let me tell you, you're going to be crazy, but think on <laughs> these things when you, when you are able to be calm and yeah. rational, yeah. you know, what, yeah. and what the Bible says is meditate on his words and we're able to think yeah. And then make good decisions, yeah. therefore improving our emotional intelligence. Absolutely. And I believe this. I believe that the Lord provides emotional intelligence for us. You know, the Holy Spirit gives us direction yes. and leads us to truth, right? And so... Um, now, will we step in that is the well, question. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, and I think, I think that's, that's going to open us, the open up the conversation for us down the line, right? But I, I just want to come back to, as uh, you know, as just at the start, at the front end of, the con of, of this content today with you guys is, look, emotional intelligence, we can all get it. We all have it. Yes. We all have him, uh, have him who designed the intelligence at work in us. Amen. Right? Um, and so... When, when it's at work, I'm, listen, listen to the definition again, okay? It's the ability to understand. You know, I, that, that's godly already. Proverbs says this, wisdom is the principal thing. But in all you're getting, you guys, listen, in all you're getting, okay? And we all have getting, okay? We all get mad. We all get hurt. Yes. We all get offended. We all get scared. Yes. We all, you know, like... But it, before you get anything and all you're getting, get an understanding. understanding. Emotional intelligence helps you have the ability to understand 
and then use that understanding to manage your emotions in ways that are positive. Come on. How, how, I don't know about you, but I would love to be able to look back at the next few months of my life and say, man, I've used my emotions in, in a way that's positive. Right. I've used my emotions in a way that built me up, not tore, tore me down. I use my, my emotions and the things that I felt to bring value to people, right. to bring care to people, to really, really bring myself into a better place. You know, that's why Proverbs 23, Diana says, verse seven says, as a person thinks in their heart, right? The emotions that you, that you entertain and the emotions that you allow to just to live in your, in your mind and your reality, that's what you become. That's right. right? And so we can, the emotion is not the problem, right? Not having it controlled or not understanding it or not managing that's the problem. So I want you I want you to know this. Listen, as 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 we get into this conversation, I want you to know this. Don't feel bad for being emotional and having emotions. God created you with those emotions. Amen. Those are God given. Okay? That's there look to, to say, oh man, I got to get rid of this anger. Well, that makes you less that makes you less human and less of a design because God created you with that anger. Now, the Bible says this, be angry but don't sin. Be angry, but don't be out of control. So that's, again, self-awareness. Right? Again, emotional intelligence, self-awareness. And today we're going to get into self-regulation and and what what our awareness and what responsibility our awareness brings, right? Right. Um, and so just just to give you a rundown, here we go. You ready? I know you didn't sign up for a new class. And I know you're not, you know, I know you're not gonna get like three credits for this, but I want you to have good understanding. Look, I want I want you to have insight. And the next time you're, you know, the next time you get to go to like a like a brunch or a mixer or something, you know, like which won't be for hopefully won't be for too much longer, right? You'll be able to share some of this, right? So emotional intelligence is a concept that was that was uh, pioneered by a guy named uh, Daniel Goleman. Goleman. He was uh-huh. an American psychologist, and he um he he essentially said that there's five elements yes. to emotional intelligence. That there's self awareness, and so we talked about self awareness last week. Yes. Uh, that self awareness is you know how you feel, you know how your emotions and your actions affect Thank you me. and the people around you. That's what awareness is. All right. That's where you start. Yes. I have feelings and my feelings make an impact. Right. right. And I think if you have to park it there for a little while and just realize, okay, I have to be aware of myself and just work that out, work that out for yourself. And if it takes you a month, if it takes you three months, it's okay. Like take your time because this is a journey that we're right, all going to go right, on. Right. But you got, Diana, I love that you said that. That's brilliant because you, you cannot, you cannot move forward if you don't confront. Yes. Right. What we don't confront will not change. And sometimes, sometimes we, we avoid awareness because we're afraid to confront things. 100%, right. And so like, yes. here we go. Some cheesy preacher quotes, right? Like <laughs> what, what you won't confront will never change. What mm-hmm. you tolerate will never change. God cannot bless who you pretend to be. God cannot bless what you're hiding, Yeah. right? And so self-awareness just begins with, okay, I've got emotions. Yes. Here I am. Right. It's looking in the mirror <laughs> yeah. and being okay with yeah. what you see. Absolutely. And what I see might not be what I want to be. Hey. So, hey, let me start somewhere. This is Absolutely. where I'm going to start. And then the next time you continue seeing yourself in the mirror, you're going to see the changes because of the hard work that you're putting in. This doesn't come easy, guys. Self-awareness just doesn't happen. You either seek after it and work it out or you just decide not to have it. Wow. Wow. So self-awareness is the first step. 
Yeah. Self-awareness now brings responsibility. So much. When you know, yes. right? When you know, now you're responsible. Yes. Right? Because the, I, I'll, I'll give it to some of us. Some of us are ignorant. Yeah. Right? Like, babe, when I was younger, like in my early 20s, when we first got married, you had to teach me a lot about my emotions. You had to teach me a lot of awareness, right? So surprise, surprise. So for some of you, this may come as a surprise. For a lot of you, like, <laughs> okay, Cruz, whatever, right? But like, I'm, I'm classic textbook ADD, right? Like, like ADHD, like classic textbook, all right? And I remember when we were younger, um, I was, I would, but before the movie Up and before there was ever like the squirrel moment, oh. right? Like, um, Diana's looking at me with these eyes like she's never watched Squirrel. Like the, the dog, or yes, not ever watched Up, the dog from Up would, would always be like, Squirrel, and he'd like, just like, was he was an ADD dog is what it was, okay? <laughs> he was an ADD Labrador, right? Um, you spell Labrador with ADD in it, like, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, but <clears throat> like I remember Diana would have to like grab me because I would just lose focus and I just I would literally walk away from people mid-sentence like they'd be talking to me I'd be standing in front of them they'd be talking to me and I'd just walk away because I just click like it, it was either squirrel I was like okay I'm done talking and I would just <laughs> walk away for me that was just normal I'd always do, I'd have always done that mm -hmm. but just because I have always done it that way right. didn't make it right. right and so I'm grateful that I had someone around me that was willing to confront me and bring awareness to me and now I'm super like Diana I'm super super intentional like I almost feel like I'm almost like borderline creepy because like I make eye contact <laughs> I make eye contact with people because well, I'm like okay I'm making eye contact with you I'm making eye contact with you you know what before I'm saying before you like, would not look at me when we would talk I'm like you need to look at people when you talk to them <laughs> that's right? funny right but like the, but the beauty of it was awareness right now now that I had awareness now, with the awareness came the responsibility. Are you going to do it or are you, you're going to not do it anymore? Yeah. Are you going to stay there and pay attention or are you going to walk away? But now the walking away with the awareness, now that's rude. Right. That's no longer ignorant. Now that's a choice, yeah. not just a reaction, mm -hmm. right? And so I think the same thing happens with, with us when we become aware of emotions. The moment I have awareness, now it carries a responsibility, Right. And I, I, I wish I was taught this a lot young when I was a lot younger yeah. that that I have a responsibility with my emotions. Just feeling it doesn't give me the right to just unleash it on everybody. Right, right. Right. And so I think that's where the next point of emotional intelligence, which is self-regulation or self-evaluation yes. comes from. Yeah. Right. Like or, or comes in. I've got to evaluate myself. I've got to I've got to regulate myself. I've got to be responsible with exactly. my emotions. Exactly. So now that we have self-awareness, step two. OK, now I'm going to self-evaluate what I feel needs to change, what I feel maybe needs more clarification. Uh, I guess for me, it was uh, when we first got married, I just felt everything was personal. Mm. Like you would make me cry all the time. And <laughs> Why are you putting all our business out there like that? Well, because I, w I was emotional and mm. I didn't understand that I had to ask questions. I just, I had a lot of assumptions. And so um, I think it took me a long time to understand, like, not everything's about you. Like, he's probably not even thinking that. But again, I had all these stories that were created in my head and yeah. I would just run with it. Um, until I decided, well, until I started learning about emotional intelligence and just different psychologists that, you know, I like to listen to and, and, um, hear. And, um, 
having all this stress and assumptions and you think people are out to get you or people aren't going to, you know, do you good or whatever, brings so much stress to your body. And so that's something I started, you know, looking into. And also I started asking questions and giving you the opportunity to be like, hey, girl, that that's totally not totally not what what I meant, what I said, what I was. And, you know, that really helped our communication and relationship. Yeah. You know, I I, want to I want to kind of like hit rewind to something that you you said where it was, you know, sometimes um, having self-contained emotions create a sense of of instability or create a sense of fear, mm-hmm. right? A lo- I mean, if you, if you guys think about it, a lot of our negative emotions are birthed in fear, right? Um, they're birthed in, in places of insecurity. Yes. Uh, they're birthed in places of, um, you know, not knowing what you're feeling or why you're feeling it. I remember making, making really bad emotional decisions because it was, there was a lot of new things that mm-hmm. I was experiencing, right? And, you know, the truth is, you guys, you're, you guys are, 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 either coming into an age or already in an age where there's a lot of new happening in your life, right? Like uh, for some of you, the responsibility of choosing a major or or graduating college and looking for jobs or maybe new relationships where now the the horizon of marriage Marriage, and and lifelong decision making is coming. And you know, you're trying you're you're trying to figure out, man, where where is my sense of overwhelm coming from? Where am I where's this new sense of anxiety? Because you know, angst and anxiety is not necessarily always just a negative thing. It it really is sometimes just a side effect of heavy lifting, emotional heavy lifting. Right. It's a warning sign that there might be something out of place and your body is um, like it's an alert, like, like pay attention to me, yes. pay attention to yes. me. And so it's just an alert. And it's like you said, it's not always negative. It, it is usually, but once well, you pay, when it gets, when it goes out of control, mm-hmm. right. When you, when you let it, when it let, when you let it run away, when, when you don't regulate, yes. right. And, and it, it, I, I agree with you that it does become negative when it becomes that. Right. But a lot of that is, 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 is put in fear and many times, look, if, if, if you really take a moment to assess and have awareness, um, many, many times the moments, or how about this? You assess and you be aware, I'll be honest, okay? A lot of times the, the, the places where I was emotionally out of control or where I made really bad, rash decisions, um, insecure decisions, it was all birthed in fear. Okay. I, w- I was afraid. I was I was afraid of new. I was afraid of change. I was afraid of being alone. I was afraid of being wrong, right? I was afraid of of not being the best. You know, like a big a big time of a big season of anxiety for me was when I entered like the real workplace, like after college, and I and I have like my real first grown up job, uh-huh. and now I, I go from being kind of like. The, the, the small circle I was navigating in where I'm like, oh, you know, Cruz is kind of like a big dog. Like, hey, you know, what's up? It's Cruz, right? And now I'm in corporate America and I'm like this scrub, you know, that created a lot of insecurity in me, right? And, and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of um, my emotional decision making came from fear. Now watch, um, fear is the cause of emotional instability. But I want to remind you that, or I want to introduce to you that self-evaluation Another word for self-evaluation is self-control. Yeah. Right. And I need you to understand this: that you know, maybe you know, my, there might be some psychology majors that are listening to this right now, and you're like, hey, yeah, yeah, you're you're totally talking about cognitive behavior therapy. Like, mm-hmm. be aware of what you're thinking about it. No, right? yeah. And but but 
you know, I just want to say that pop psychology and cognitive CBT, cognitive behavior therapy is awesome, but all they did was kind of rip, rip off stuff from the Bible. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Um, while fear creates emotional instability, the Bible says this in second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, that God has not given us right. the spirit of fear, but he's given us power, love, and self-control. Mm-hmm. That's that's a gift that God has given you, self-evaluation. Yes. Taking a moment to say, hold on, I have this feeling, yes. but this feeling does not have me. That's you, so good. Because can, we no. are in control of our mind. We don't, we don't, like we were talking earlier, we don't have to let our emotions run us. So when all that fear and anxiety is like, you know, going into our brain, we, like you said, we can't stop and say, no, this isn't going to be something that's going to overwhelm me. The Bible says, you know, once these negative thoughts come in, then push them out, renew your mind with his word, you know, with his good stuff. Um, So look, the thing with self-control is, is essentially making a decision, Right. It's being able to say, okay, I have a feeling. The feeling does not have me. Here, I want you to write this down, and I want you to think about this. Right, Ready? Here we go. It, this, is, this is a statement that came into my life probably about two months ago. Um, and, it's, it, man, it's, it's just popped up and emerged a lot. Okay? So here's a statement. Decisions lead, feelings follow. Mm-hmm. Decisions lead, and feelings follow. Right? So when, when we're talking about a self-evaluation, when we're talking about self-control, um, decisions lead. Okay, um, the feelings can be raging. The feelings can be like ba- backseat driving. The feelings could be riding with you shotgun. Right. But you're always in the driver's seat, right? The, the the decision is driving. The feeling is subject to the decision, right? Yes. And so self regulation allows you to stop, to find clarity, and just say, you know what? Hold on, I have this emotion, but I'm going to stay in control. You know, I was I was taught this when I was younger. And when I was a younger leader, and I'm, I'm trying really hard to implement this in my life, that leaders who are able to regulate themselves e- effectively, okay? When you're able to regulate and evaluate yourself effectively, you're rarely going to ever verbally attack people. You're, hard, you're, you're not going to make rushed or emotional decisions. You're not going to stereotype people, or you're not going to compromise your values, Self-regulation, self-evaluation, self-control is exactly that, staying in control. And so, you know, obviously you've already, you've heard already that self-regulation, self-evaluation is really, really key. So then the question becomes, so how do you self-regulate? How do I improve my ability to self-regulate? Cruz, I know I need to, I know I need to get a grip of my emotions, okay? I know, I know that, I know that, okay. But how do I do that, homie? Like, help me do that. All right, well, here we go. Ready? Number one, one of the best ways, one of the best ways that you can practice your self-regulation, your self-control is simply this. Practice staying calm, right? This, I know, it, dude, I know it sounds corny, babe, and I know it sounds like cheesy, but like, yo, count to 10, <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. be in control, right? That, that decision to just say, I'm not going to blow up. Can I like that moment right there when you say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to count to 10 instead of going all the way zero to hundred real quick. That moment when you say, okay, I'm stopping and I'm going to count to 10. That's a decision. Yeah. And, and you are self-regulating and you're staying, staying in control. So look, the next time you're in a challenging situation, 
Okay, whatever that looks like. If that's with mom and dad, you know, because they got something to say about being 22 and still living at home, um, whatever, whatever that challenging situation is, I want you to be very aware of how you act. And may, maybe just maybe, like, um, this is just a time of learning, right? Like, Diana, you said that earlier, right? Like, just, hey, start start discovering things about yourself. So have self-awareness, right? And so this might be a season where you practice staying in control by learning how you go out of control, mm, right? Yeah. Right? So, like, in a challenging situation, you be very aware of how you act. Here's some questions. Do you relieve your stress by shouting at people? Right? Is that is that is that a, uh, is that a, a go-to? Well, next time, try just not saying anything, right? Well, I think that's something we can also premeditate how we're going to act. Okay, so you can actually have a strategy because you know that you're going to get in conflict at some point in your life, period. Win the fight before the fight. That's great. That's so good. Well, that you said it better, but yes, that's what I meant. But you said it, but you were thinking it. Hey, low key, one of mine and Diana's favorite movies of all time is what? White Chicks. White Chicks, (laughs) right? It's like, you said, you said, but you you were thinking thinking it. it. Oh my God, cut it out. Okay, so what? I I lost my thought. Okay, so have a strategy. So you, and that's, honestly, that really helped me because I knew, I mean, eventually we're going to have a conflict okay yes. so now when i come with cruise if i ask this or that this might happen and this is how i'm gonna react and don't be offended if the way you react gets a bad reaction from the other person oh, that's so good. because they're in a different situation you now you just put them in a different situation that they don't know how to navigate right. so they're used to you being you being the yeller or punching the wall or whatever it may be. Now you're not saying anything. So now they're freaked out. Now they think that you don't care. So they're going to go to the other extreme. Dude, wait, hold so, on. Don't lose your thought. Pin your thought, right? What you're thinking right there, like, like just pin your thought. Don't lose it. But that's crazy to me, right? That people think like, oh, you, oh, you don't love me anymore? Like, why Why do you say I don't love me anymore? Because you're not yelling. You're exactly. not showing your emotions. Like, but because we're conditioned yeah. to wow. fight a certain way. And that's how we've wow. learned to fight and to cope and and that's a relationship but that's Jeez. unhealthy and that's, that's wrong it's abusive and you know you guys look and it's not just well it is relationships right well, the, these are relation dynamics of- but this is the relationship you have with yourself yes the, 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 i mean this applies to family relationships to romantic relationships to professional relationships yes. believe it or not you guys we've talked with young adults we've talked with grown grown-ups you yes. know what i mean who have bosses that yell at them which is and crazy berate to me. them yeah. and belittle them and are just jerks man right like you guys that is not appropriate behavior i'm just gonna flat out say it that it's not cool and it's not appropriate man and if you're in any kind of relationships like that you, you gotta 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 find a way to get out or contain them to where they're not bringing negativity and chaos to your life anymore, right? But I love that you said that, Dan. That's so key because here's the cliche, right? The cliche is that if you don't, if you fail to plan, then you should plan to fail. Right. So I just don't want you to get discouraged if you do have a plan and your plan doesn't go as planned because, again, you've put yourself and the other person in a different situation that they don't know how to navigate don't, don't get discouraged. Remember, it's going to take some time for that relationship to start working itself out. Now, yeah, that's really good. the next time or even another day, if you want to talk about it and, and come up to that person and say, hey, you know, that, that other fight that I didn't yell, this is what I'm doing. Now, explain to them, okay, I'm coming to you in this way because this is how now I want to act. Very how good. do you feel? What do you think? Now you can have a better conversation. Very good. 
with the other person Very and then good. intelligently start navigating hopefully a better relationship. That's fantastic. You know, we open the we open this conversation with saying like, hey, have you ever been angry or had the conversation before the conversation and all that? Well, you know, I I I, I gave you the I gave you the the the, po- the point or I gave you the takeaway of practice being calm, but I- I'm going to change it right now. I'm going to change it real time. Here we go. Ready? It's just practice. Practice the plan. Yeah. Right. Practice the plan, the plan, practice being who you want to be. Right. Like, so when you're having the conversation before the conversation in, in the, in the conversation in your mind, don't be reactive. Cause that's, I mean, if I'm being right. honest, that's, that's what I do in, in the conversation do. in my mind, I'm more reactive and I'm assuming what the other person is saying to me and I'm already building up my responses, right? Instead of that, man, what would happen if we actually practiced our dispositions and we practiced our attitudes, right? And then when we showed up, it was like, boom, like, now you're calm. Now you're collected. Now you're not out of control. I feel like I've heard. Um, I feel like I've heard stories of coaches who would actually no. I was. I was in. I was in the room. I was in the room. Um, I was. I was. Um, I was the chaplain for the UTEP Miners for a while. Um, back in the day when we used to have football games, <laughs> um, but I get. I get the opportunity to serve the UTEP football team um, as a chaplain and. Um, I was in the I was in the room when when uh, one of the coaches said this. You got he was he was talking to the to, to receivers and he said, "You guys, I want you to go to your room and I want you to lay down and close your eyes and I want you to picture yourself through your face masks running your route and catching the ball." Yeah. I want I want to just I want you to just I want you to visualize it. I mm-hmm. want you to visualize visualize right. And I think that there's a really powerful transferable principle. Visualize being calm. Yes. Visualize being collected. Visualize being a peacemaker. I'm coming back to that Proverbs 23, 7, yes. right? What you think in your heart, that's what you become. That's 100%. Right? Oh my gosh, that's so Whatever good. you think on, whatever you dwell on, that's what's going to happen. Yes. And most of us have been taught for some reason or haven't been taught to... Uh, Think on the good. We just react. Everything's a reaction. Everything's a reaction. And everything has to be now. And it doesn't. It can change. You can change. Yeah, that's that's so, so good. I think I think the big word here really is practice. Right. So practice being calm. Practice being collective. Practice being respectful. How do you practice it? You practice it in your mind, yeah. in the narrative of your mind, the, the the movie that's playing in your mind. That's where you practice. You practice being calm. Like here's some here's some thoughts that um that I'm just gonna throw at you that might make sense, right? Like practice deep breathing exercises. Diana, lately you've been really on this thing about breathing. Yes, right? that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, it's just you know, breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth. And that is right away going to lower your blood pressure. It's going to decrease your cortisol levels. It's going to bring, you know, just a sense of awareness and peace to you. If you practice that throughout the day, it's going to just change who you are because you're not going to be. Most of us are a little ball of stress and we're just like, oh, we got to get here. We got to go there, but we got to do this, but we got to do that. But if we start breathing and just being grateful and just as you breathe, you know what? Thank you, Jesus, for this day. In and out, thank you, Father, for my family. In and out, thank you, Father, for my children. Like you start implementing just good stuff into so good. your body. And so that good. is what's going to come out. Because right now, all we're doing is putting stress on ourselves. Yeah. And so with stress, only negativity can come out. Yeah. So why not switch it and yeah. flip it? Don't hyperventilate. Inhale, exhale. Yeah. Inhale, exhale. So practice breathing. That, that'll calm you down. How about this? 
uh, practice, practice reading your emotions. Here's what I mean. The next time you want to send a really nasty text or the next time you want to respond really ugly, stop and text it to yourself. Okay. Everything you're saying, everything you're thinking, yeah. text it to get yourself. It out. <laughs> yeah. Get, that's awesome. Yeah. Great point. Get it out of you. Send it to yourself. Then go read it and make yourself read it and ask yourself, is what I'm expressing right now really who I am and really how I want to be seen? Right. And that's self-control because most of us will text and send right now. Absolutely. <laughs> right. So practice sending it to yourself before you send it to anyone else. Right. Here's another thing that, that um, I, I'm, I'm trying to be better at um, is practicing being accountable. Right. Uh, here's what I mean by that. Like if if you tend to blame other people when something goes wrong, stop. Practice accountability. Right. Make a commitment to admit your mistakes, to face the consequences, whatever they are. The truth is, is you'll probably sleep better at night. Yeah. And you'll quickly earn the respect of people around you when you practice accountability. Yep. And be open to saying I'm sorry first. My bad. Oh, you know what? That was me. I'm sorry. Go first. Every time, Be, oh, yeah. Every time you step up and own it, there's a, a weight that's lifted even off your shoulders. And it might surprise the other person, yeah. which completely diffuses the situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there, Diana, you do something that I really, really appreciate. Um, whenever you and I have intense fellowship, <laughs> AKK, AKA a fight, <laughs> arguments, um, I appreciate, I, I, what I appreciate about you is that um, we will get angry. Like, I mean, we do get angry. We do have moments. Um, but eight times out of 10, you'll be, the, you'll be the first one to come back and like hug me or come back and say, hey, listen, can we get past it? Uh, life is too short. Life, mm-hmm. life is too short to stay here. Can we just get past it? Can we not waste today? I love that you do that. Yeah. You know, and, and you do it in a way where, you're, where you don't just... Um, try to pretend like nothing happened because a lot of times people do that but you do that in a way where it's like i can sense accountability in it like hey i was wrong you were wrong can we both together choose to move on yeah we've done a great job at at doing that both of us oh thank you i appreciate (laughs) that um so practice accountability practice keeping yourself calm how about this practice your values right revisit the things um that you hold value valuable the things that that make you who you are or even your that relationship is that relationship that you're in right now that you're having conflict over is that valuable to you or if it's not it's okay to face that and talk about that well i think when you when you that's a great point like when you look at the relationship that you're interacting with sometimes the question is like okay how valuable is this relationship like you just said and then the next part of that question is like and is this even worth the fight? Exactly. Is this? There's nothing here for. Okay, never mind. You know what? Never mind. I'm not gonna get pulled into that. There's no exactly. prize money here. It's like it was like Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fighting. <laughs> like there was no. There's no point to the fight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, not but, if you don't both want to come to an agreeable right. solution. Right. I think. I think also with with having personal personal regulation, um, a lot of times is really knowing what you value though. Right. Um, here's the truth. Right. In any relationship, the only the only person that you can control in a relationship is yourself. Yes. At best, you can hope to influence. Yes. The people you're in relationship with. But you'll always, always have the responsibility of controlling yourself. Um, the reason I say that is this, that there may be moments and, and there may be times where the person that you're in relationship with 
actually deserves for you to be disrespectful. Like you can actually justify yeah. a disrespect, dis, disrespectful reply. But I want to remind you that who you are and, and how your values, your integrity and your character should not change depending on who's in front of you. Right. The truth is that if the person that is in front of you doesn't deserve your respect in that moment, you're still in the presence of two people or two entities that demand your respect. Right. Number one, you're always in the presence of God. Right. And so when I respect myself, I honor God. Amen. But you're always in the presence of yourself. Of you. Mm-hmm. Right. And you should, regardless of who's around you and what they're doing, you should always have the commitment to respect yourself and sometimes you know the best way to respect yourself is to say you know what i'm going to keep my mouth shut and i'm not going to allow myself to disrespect myself by behaving in a disrespectful way yeah and yes maybe i could justify cussing at you and yelling Uh at you and beating my chest and punching a wall and throwing a tv across the room maybe i could maybe i could justify that but you know what i I could never justify treating myself that way mm. and allowing myself to behave in a disrespectful way. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I think that you'll always, always, always find a win when you choose to self-regulate, to self-evaluate, right? And to live and to walk in self-control. Yeah. That's emotional intelligence, self-control. You Discipline, know? yes. Man, this is a good talk today. Yeah, it was good. Good talk. We still got like three more points. Motivation, empathy, and social skills. All right. Right? So, hey, listen, I hope you enjoyed that today. Diana, you were brilliant, as you. always. <laughs> um, hey, for real, though, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, listen, let us know. Let us know that you're enjoying it. Um, drop us drop us a line on Instagram at This Prime Culture. Shoot us a DM. Uh, you can follow Diana at Diana Ramirez MPT. Um, and you know, let her know that you're enjoying her being on the podcast as well. Um, but listen, uh, there's a ton of great content on the podcast. There's a ton of great content on our Instagram, a ton of great content on our YouTube channel. As a matter of fact, if you didn't catch Friendsgiving last uh, November 20th, Friendsgiving was phenomenal. It was an incredible night. It was our last culture night of the year of 2020. Uh, man, I'd love for you to go check it out. We had a great conversation with some of our friends about what friends should bring to the table. Yes. Right, and It was a phenomenal, phenomenal conversation. So you can catch that on YouTube at This Prime Culture. Um, our YouTube channel is phenomenal. You can catch all our culture nights from from the year and some other great content there. So, hey, listen, you guys, we love you guys. Um, We can't wait to see you at church. Hey, just a heads up, our Christmas giveaways are coming in the next two Saturdays. I believe it's the 12th and the and the 20th, if or the 19th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the, the next two Saturdays, Christmas giveaway is going to be at the at, at the east side, and then at the west side, and it's going to be absolutely incredible. On December on Saturday, December 12th, we'll be at the east side, and then Saturday, December 19th, we'll be at the west side. And so we'd love for you guys to be a part of that. Um, and so uh, let's let's go be a blessing. All right. So, hey, listen, guys, until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. Be emotionally intelligent. That's how you represent the culture, the the Lord and this abundant life so, so well. So we love you guys. We're grateful for you. And until next time, be the culture.